So welcome to the first of many shows with the name and title of which we don't know yet. So not only is this going to be uh, just a, an inaugural event, it'll be one that will probably be a little bit of a shit show too. Um, so my name is Tim. I am nothing more than the navigator on this journey. Uh, well, not even navigator, more of like narrator. Uh, the other side to this coin is uh, an amazing individual, Joe Mikarski. Hey, hey! And the idea and premise behind this show is Joe uh, will tell a little bit about his life, but uh, really it's to hear some of the stories and perspectives between somebody who's totally anchored inside a house, which is me, and somebody who is completely opposite, uh, not anchored and uh, living a life on the road, and that's Joe. That's me. So, that's the premise. Hope you stick with us. So it's probably helpful at this point for us to do a little bit more of an introduction to Joe. Uh, and that's to really understand his life on the road. So, Joe, um, can you give a little bit of background about um, how you currently live and how you got into that uh, lifestyle? Sure. So, I've been doing this probably maybe uh, two years coming up on June it'll be two years so I'm just gonna say two years it's pretty close but um, prior to that I went on a skateboard trip with one of my really good friends um, from Massachusetts out to Austin all the way to California we, we drove out in a, a rented SUV and slept in that and stayed in that and while we're in California, I, I noticed there was a lot of RVs and a lot of vans on the sidewalks. And I asked Josh, I was like, what's going on here? He's like, oh, people live in those. I was like, what? They live in those? And he's like, oh, yeah, this is, this is the way of living. Well, like, what type of like, vehicles were they? Campers. Um, converted vans, you can tell, um, living on the beach, living on the sidewalks of, of, of like in the city and they were everywhere. And, and, and from being from Boston, you don't see any of that. So it was completely new to me and completely an eye opener. And I knew right when I went back to Boston, um, with the job I had, that there was a time frame of uh, that job was not going to be there in the sense that the company was going to be bought out um, and I needed to make some decisions of what I wanted to do in the future and it was easy. Buy a van and convert it and live in the van and travel. So that's, that's how it all started. So um, how did you go about finding a van, right? Like, and picking the style that you wanted? Because like when most people think van, like, I mean, and think of van life, I think of like the old like uh, A-team style vans. Right. Um, but like, yeah, like you talk a little bit more about yeah. that selection of your, your, your soon to be ride home. So um, everybody has an opinion on what you should do. And, and my, my thinking was um, something that's big enough that I can sort of walk around in where I have a bed, a kitchen, uh, a toilet, um, refrigerator, 
Um, not necessarily something that I have to stay in like an apartment, but something that will force me to go outside too. So a school bus would be great. But um, being a photographer, some of the things that I didn't want with the school bus was a lot of windows and people seeing inside. So I started looking around and I also looked at gas mileage. School buses have horrible gas mileage. And then I started looking at Sprinter vans um, and, and realized that they're great engines. Um, they're, they're, they can take a beating. And the gas mileage is unbelievable. So I get I get anywhere from 21 to 25, upwards of 26 miles per gallon, which isn't even competitive to a lot of cars nowadays. Um, but compared to a school bus, I'm sure. It's school bus gets single, single digits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're great. There's a lot of room and you can do so much. But uh, the, also the thing about the Supreme is it's real stealth. It's nice. So I started looking online. I looked all over the country. Uh, I knew my budget and just happened to roll upon a place that was in Brockton, Mass, where they um, they worked on fleet vehicles for FedEx. And I was like, cool, let me go check this out. Go there. Uh, not one person spoke English except for the one white guy there. Everybody is, you know, uh, Haitian or, or, or Jamaican down there, or at least from the islands, that they know everything about the vehicles, but they, they can't speak the language and tell me what's going on. They just point to the, the one guy that's selling them. And I was like, cool, I'll go talk to him. Find it. Awesome. Realizes the van I want. Uh, Sign the paperwork. And being Brockton, you know, you go back there completely a week later and it looks like then the place never existed. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how I got my van. It's like magical place opened up out of nowhere oh. delivering vans. Yeah. And um, go back a couple of weeks later and there's no one there. Like if I have any questions, I'm on my own, which I'm on my own. I'm fine. Um, and from that, I just started building and the, the, the hard part in Boston, living in where I lived, was um, kind of in the city, um, near, in, in Chelsea, where a lot of brownstones and no backyard. I would have to work on the van in the street, and I would pray that I was parked close to my apartment. And if I was close enough, I could run the extension cord uh, through my second-story window out to the tools and start working on that. So it took a couple of months to convert it over. Now, uh, so you're doing this on the side of the road <clears throat> in a neighborhood in Boston. Uh, how were your neighbors reacting to all the work that oh, was going on there? Everybody would stop by and, you know, what's going on? What's this? What are you doing? Um, I, I, what are you building? Why are you doing this? Um, and I tell them all the time, yeah, I'm building a tiny home inside here. And I would have neighbors that just come out and just hang out, not necessarily help me build it, just can't come out and hang out and shoot the shit with me. Uh, yeah. Did you have any uh, interesting uh, folks stop by or communicate with you where you've been out in the van getting ready to, to go? Uh, was there any, like... Where does it come by? Like the guy with like I don't know, like the ice cream truck dude. He'd come by and like, yeah man, another like another road warrior. Like 
know, like, the delivery guys, like, high-five you, or... I wish it was like that in Boston, but it's, it's like a unicorn. You don't see very many people um, doing this. The odd thing is that, well, the weirdest thing is when you're on the road, as, as long as I've been, I'll go to meetups and I'll go to places and people are like, where are you from? Oh, I'm from Boston. And you're like, I'm from Boston too. And, and then you meet like 15 other people within that one group. They're all from Boston. And I was like, where were you guys when I was building this? And they have the same story. <laughs> we don't know anybody. <laughs> There's the one guy who looked like he worked for the city and on a carpet. And I think it said Free Canyon. So he stopped by a lot to find out if we wanted to hang out and date. <laughs> All the time. I would always get, oh, so you're homeless now? No, I'm not homeless now. <laughs> no, I have my home. It's right here. But everybody embraced it. Everybody loved it. So um, now, how long did it take you to get to things to the, the place where you could, uh, how, how much time did it take and, and work effort to get to the point where you're like, all right, now it's time for me to get on the road. Right. So um, my job stopped in November and my lease was up in June. So I had quite a bit of time to work on it. Um, and, and being in Boston from November to God knows, uh, March, it's, it's really cold sometimes. It's really hard to do anything. I went on a few trips, come back. Um, but I didn't really get to finish it until I went down to my mom's place in Georgia and they have big land, a lot of tools. And I got that done within three and a half weeks, finished everything up where I built all my cabinets uh, painted everything, installed the kitchen, installed all the solar, installed everything. So about two and a half weeks. If I if I add it all up, it'd probably be a month was everything. And then from there, um, after Georgia is when I finally took off and was on the road. So that might have been July of 2018. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and from there, um, that was the year the hurricane came through to Georgia. And I remember driving to, to Austin, Texas, seeing all of the trucks coming the other way. Um, you know, all of the, the, the utility trucks and everything. There was hundreds of them going towards the Panhandle to, to help out restore everything and build everything back up. But from there, um, yeah, I stayed in Austin for a while. Uh, I had an ex-girlfriend in Columbus, Ohio, so I went back there a few times um, and finally made my way out west where a lot of stuff happened. <laughs> and that's uh, what you're on. That's the, uh, that's the bit of this podcast. So the first bit, kind of more informational, like almost like the Joe origin story. Right. And now from here on out is uh, Tales from the Road with occasional flashbacks to him getting uh, prepared. Uh, my role in this journey is the same as yours, is hopefully asking the questions to find out the other pieces that might have happened during Joe's stories and times on the road. And then in the future, us uh, talking a little bit more about some of the same topics and things that we see, but probably from very different perspectives. So, Joe, uh, in that first year, in those first couple of months, um, 
What stories stand out? What, what's, a, what's an event that kind of um, told you, oh, this is my new life? So, um, so me and my ex-girlfriend, were, we had a long-distance long relationship where I would go visit her. I stayed there for a month or two uh, and realized, you know, as much as she understood, I understood too. I didn't build the van to, to go to Columbus, Ohio and stay there. I built it to travel. Uh, well, that would be, I mean, Columbus is a nice enough city for all of the, our non-existent and future listeners that are, that are there, but you don't build a van for months on end to go to Columbus. Not in the winter in Columbus. <laughs> it has like, its own well, charm. It has a charm. It's a great place, but that's not your first option to go <laughs> after building a van and staying there in the cold months. Uh, we all get it. We all get it. Uh, uh, Joe, you know you can get to Cleveland or uh, Columbus <laughs> a lot easier than all this work that you're doing. There's actually flights from Logan there all the oh, time. Oh, yeah, Southwest just, uh, <laughs> Southwest just started. Cheap fares. Um, so, um, being in Austin, we decided we'd meet up in, in Tucson. And, and one of the things that she suggested was like, oh, you should go to Tucson and meet up to this rock and gem mineral show. And I'm like, okay, in my mind, if you're if you're telling me there's a rock and gem mineral show that you're going to fly out to, to Tucson, yeah, you piqued my interest for God to go see goddamn rocks and gems and minerals. Yeah, like, uh, to fly yeah. in. Because most yeah. of the time, like my idea of the rock and gem mineral show is you see those like ads on your local TV station. It's like, Sunday at the Holiday yeah. Inn. No. Gems and rocks and stones, right? Like Little do we know. Little. So, um, so I start driving. I leave, um, I leave Austin, Texas and make a beeline to Tucson. I'm thinking, all right, I'm going to get the West Coast. This is my chance to get out there. Um, this is my start to go up California, do everything. And um, it, it's like an 18-hour drive, and I, I'm, I'm chugging along. And I get into town a day before she flies in. And I'm like, okay, um, let, me, let me find a place in Tucson to stay. And I, I see a Planet Fitness that's 24 hours. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going to go there. Um, and when you say stay, you mean where is a place I can park? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, there's this real cool app called iOverlander um, that will, it, 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 it's basically, it does an overlay of Google Maps and it's all these places you can stay for free overnight and people review these places and they update these places and they will tell you um, that, yeah, like a Walmart or a Cracker Barrel or this this BLM, which is Bureau of Land Management. Um, it'll tell you all these places to stay, and it'll update and be like, yeah, you know, um, it's quiet, maybe a lot of traffic noise, it's quiet here, it's not so quiet there. Um, so I found a Planet Fitness that on this BLM, and I was like, oh, cool. So hang on a second. Oh, sorry. Before we move on, uh, so many questions about this app. <laughs> <laughs> so is it like a social media, like Yelp type thing? Is it subscription service? Like, how does that work? No, it's, it's a free app. I think it's open source. I'm not sure. Um, but it literally is 
a, a layer on top of Google Maps that you can go in to all these filters and, just, and you, you turn on the legend of like, all right, show me where all the laundry mats are. Show me all the gas stations are. And it's made for travelers. Got it. Um, show me where all the, the Walmarts are. Show me where all the gas stations are. Show me where all the free camping is. Show me where overnight camping. And you can turn it on to whatever toggle switch you want. Um, and the ones I have is, um, you know, gas, overnight camping, free camping, and places to stay, like BLMs or anything like that. Are there any, uh, like, interesting toggles? No, like... I wish. I wish there was some interesting toggles. <laughs> like, no, uh, it's, it's definitely family-oriented toggles. Cheap dances. No. <laughs> A barn. <laughs> they don't card. Yeah. Whoa! Dual locking bathroom doors. What? <laughs> I was a celebrity at a barn in North Carolina last year. <laughs> Hold on. I'll get to that. That's a good one. We should go back. Yeah, write down the celebrity <laughs> at a barn. barn celebrity. celebrity. He was the king of the square dance that oh, day. Oh, that was a good time. Oh, but, um, and then to finish with the app before we get back to, yeah. uh, to Tucson... Um, so it, I'm guessing it's like a, it's like a plugin or something for like, uh, like on using on a laptop or a computer, or is it like an app that's an overlay? Like No, it's an actual phone? app. That's an over, it's an actual app, standalone app that oh, wow. uses Google maps. Okay. So they like the, the monetization has to be ads, right? Or no, there's no, app. no ads, no nothing. Yeah. It's, um. Because I would want to see those ads. Like, what are, oh. who are the companies that are there? Like, is it always the same, like, shitty, like, app game things? Or is it a little bit weirder, right? Like, Oh, it's got to be, be like, Virginia Slim's 120s and... and <laughs> Christian Brothers Brandy. Like, yeah. I didn't even know they advertised. Oh, oh, yeah, no. Evan Williams, huge sponsor of ours. <laughs> oh, my God. It, it... Well... I mean, uh, you've, uh, uh, what was, uh, what's the name of that uh, flavored seltzer or beer that you were talking about that was really good? Was that Natural Light? Oh, really? yeah, Natty, Natty Light, the strawberry flavor? Yeah, see, that's Van Leeuwen right there, is the fact that you've actually Man. had that, and I've avoided that. That's a good desert beer. <laughs> when the sun's beating down on you, you want the Natty Ice and Strawberry flavor? Man. <laughs> There's nothing more fun when you show up to any grouping and you bring that case of beer and you know you're the only one drinking it all because <laughs> nobody else will try it and you're having the best time of your life because you know it tastes so good. Yeah. Strawberry Natty Ice. Oh, it's so good. Another future sponsor. <laughs> All right, so um, you used the app. You found the Planet, uh, Planet Fitness, Fitness. Yep. In, uh, in Tucson. Tucson. <laughs> so it might have been like, you know, I don't know. I got in late. It might have been like 1, 2 o'clock in the morning. Oh, wow. Um, and I see the lights on for Planet Fitness 24 hours. I'm like, all right, cool. As I'm pulling in there, I round about the corner, and I see a bunch of other vans and RVs, and I'm like, holy shit. My people, all right. This app works. This app, screw Planet Fitness. I'm going to where my people are. Uh, the people I don't know yet, because I have not seen a grouping of 
Van Lifers before, so I'm all stoked about it. Um, you know, it's 1.30, 2 o'clock in the morning, so it's late. And I, I, I pull up, and I see, you know, 15, 20 RVs or, or, or buses, vans, everything you name it, all different types of vehicles that people obviously are obviously living in. Except for, um, in the middle, where it's surrounded, there's, there's no cars, you know, at least 20 spots around this car is a, is a white limo. <laughs> like stretch limo? Or? A white stretch limo at 1.30 in the morning, and I'm driving, and I'm like, okay, that's weird. This limo's by itself out here. What's going on? And um, Now, is it a modern-looking limo, or is it like... Oh, no, like it's, it's 80s, total Wedding like, Singer. Okay. Wed, wedding Singer video. <laughs> like, or the movie. <laughs> limo. And, um... Gold trim. Oh, I wish it was gold trim. It was silver trim. Even better, though. Uh, so, I take, uh, I park a little far from it, and, um, you know, it's one thirty in the morning. I'm by myself with the dog, and this is my first kind of seeing everybody. I don't want to join, like, hey, how you guys doing? So, um, I park, you know, Van has to take a walk, and I walk the dog, and um, start walking, like, towards the, the limo and I, I, I noticed that the windows are down music's blaring and I could hear people in there which I think of people maybe a guy and a bunch of girls reeks like cigarettes like crazy and I'm like alright well Boston senses are going off right now stay away from that vehicle um, now could you hear the music like what it was or was no, it just like it was just was far like, enough mm, mm, yeah. mm, mm, like that Oh, no, it was, like, full-on White Snake playing, like, kind of rock okay. stuff so like that. Okay, so it was more like oh, rock. Yeah. It wasn't oh, music. Yeah, uh, yeah it's, 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 it's like some, hair metal. Oh, yeah, somebody that is having a real good time <laughs> with a bunch of other people, like, you are going to love this music because I'm having the best time, and I want all of you to have the best time. Here I go Yeah, completely like that. This is the same song over and over again. I'm living in a limo. <laughs> <laughs> Which I know when I hear White Snake and there's smoke and, and, and it smells crazy. I'm not going near that. I'll, I'll, I'll let them party and, and whatever. So, bring Van back to the van, go back to bed. Uh, and I wake up, and I can't remember what time it is. It might have been like, you know, 9, 10 o'clock in the morning. Finally, I open up the, the, the divider door that's dividing the back of the van between the front of the cab. Open it up, and I see... The white limo, now directly across from me. I moved overnight. Apparently. <laughs> yeah. Um, and there's a dude. He took the party on the road. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> goddamn, this one spot over here. Or he moved like a bunch of spots the whole night and figured out, like, I'm going to face this guy. <laughs> I don't know what his deal was. But um, when I opened up the door, it was... A, a guy with the, 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 the hood of the limo up, and I could see him tinkering uh, with something. I was like, all right, well, I don't know who this guy is. I'm going to just watch what he's doing. And then as I'm watching, like, you know, I fan on my lap and my, my, uh, my pajamas watching this. An SUV pulls up with a mom and a young son, and they get out, and they're like, yeah, do you need any help? And I was like, okay. Well, if they feel safe, I feel safe. And uh, as they pulled away... I walked up to him. I was like, hey, man, how you doing? He's like, hey. I was like, what's going on? He's like, oh, I was partying way too much last night. I 
I killed the, the car battery. Um, and I was like, that was you last night? He's like, yeah. And I was like, by yourself? And he's like, was, oh, yeah. No, I like how you played it off. That was you? Uh, oh, I mistook you for the other white limo. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> that was you all by yourself? Oh. He's like, oh, yeah, man, I must have. Oh, no, wait, he's all by himself. All by himself. And he's like, oh, man, I must have. I had too much to drink last night. I killed the battery, playing too much music last night. And I was like, holy shit. I, I thought it was a bunch of people. I thought there was women in there. He's like, no, it's just me. <laughs> All right. What can I do to help? And he's like, I killed the battery. I'm going to try to jump the auxiliary battery to the car battery. But I, don't, I think they're both dead. And I was like, all right. Well, do you want me to give you a jump? And he's like, yeah, we'll try that. All right. So pull the van up. Give him a jump. Nothing happens. And he's like, I'm going to go. Um, I was going to Walmart and I'll get a new battery. And I was like, okay. Came back, installed the battery. Now, you know, I'm drinking my coffee. And I go back out there and I'm like, hey, um, do you mind if I take some pictures of what's going on here? And he's like, yeah, no problem. And I was like, oh, by the way, you know, my name's Joe. And he's like, oh, my name's Guido. And I was like, holy shit, of course it is. <laughs> and, and let me describe to you what this guy looked like. So... As he was fiddling with the, the batteries, and when he turned around and I came out, there stands a man that's probably 6'3", wearing NC Hammer pants. The pants that are like the, the leopard pants, MC Hammer pants. Oh, like the old, like, oh. uh, not, uh, not Z Cavaricci. No, maybe, uh, no uh, like Chess King. Michaels. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, a Superman t-shirt that is way too small for him. A tie-dye bandana that's wrapped around his head and a marble half-smoking cigarette stuck out of the side of his mouth and he's saying, my name's Guido. And I was like, of course it is. <laughs> so, I, um, I was like, do you mind if I take some pictures? He's like, Mikasa Tsukasa. Yeah, of course. And I was like, all right. Well, I went to the front of the, 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 the limo and it smelled like cigarettes so bad. Uh, it was used like shopping bags in there. There was an empty bottle of Jack that I was like, okay, well, this is what happened last night. And, and it wasn't too much going on in the front. It, was like I, the, it looked like a, the cab of a vehicle that somebody drives in a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like the, the leather was all wrinkled and cracked and, you know, crazy. Um, that was the biggest thing that caught out to me. And I was like, do you mind if I take a picture of the back? And he's like, fuck yeah, go ahead. And Because uh, these are his actual living conditions then. Like oh yeah, being in the back, right? Because if the front looks like that, his house is actually on the other side of the divider. If he lives in this, if you say it's a house, well, I mean, but yeah, I mean, it's oh, just no. rolling home. So I go in the back and open up the door, and I look in, and I was like, "Holy shit!" So all that's in the back is like, which is my new favorite term for them, is drug rugs, but they're Mexican blankets. Um, there's like four Mexican blankets, three drum circle drums, uh, a bunch of Whataburger packets of sauce, and a huge painting, oil painting of The Last Supper. And that's all that's in the back seat. And I was like, you live back here? And he's like, oh yeah, yeah, I've been traveling, you know, living back here. And I was like, holy shit, this is crazy. And, uh, uh, at, so, velour interior, and is it red? Oh, I wish it was. No, it is the, it is the wedding singer Gray. <laughs> Got it. So the standard limo. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Standard limo. Um, 
So as I'm talking to him, like, you know, you live in here? And he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Another dude walks up. And this dude is wearing um, a tank top, brown shorts that are definitely ripped cut off. That's not cut off very well. Uh, socks and sandals. And he has like that Lego hairdo. Where it's like that snap on, like that angular brown typical hairdo that's cut in the front with the bangs. He's like, today it's that, that's his haircut, tomorrow, firefighter! Right! <laughs> Astronaut helmet! Yeah, that's him. <laughs> so that guy walks up. He's like, hey, Guido, I made you a candle. And he's like, oh, Guido's like, oh, that's so cool. And he's like, I made it out of rainbow tears, a little bit of love, a little bit of, you know, energy from me and my girl, the dogs, they love this. They put their own souls into it. And I'm like, oh, my God. And um, Guido's so happy about it. Thank you. I've been waiting for this. And where this guy was coming from was like a 1950, 60 Greyhound bus. Uh, creamsicle color, beautiful amazing like chrome on the bottom and i was like what the hell this guy's walking away from that that's awesome and i was like hey do you mind if i take some pictures of your bus and he's like yeah no problem i mean i am sorry you're a candle factory (laughs) yeah i want to know what i want to know how this candle was made and where it came from and you have a hundred of them laid out there because you've now given me christmas gifts for the next five years. Not like those candles you used to get at the mall, the ones that shaved down and rolled. Yeah. <laughs> oh. uh, so, coming back to Guido for a second before we travel to the bus, um, what do you think the odds are that Guido sleeps naked? Oh and, my God. Every night. Not even naked. He showed me a, a, a horse mask that he has that he likes to entertain the kids with, and he puts sunglasses on it. Rolls the window up halfway and jams the horse head out and puts sunglasses on. He's like, the kids love this. So I'm pretty sure not only is he sleep naked. <laughs> he drives naked too. Oh. With the horse head. No. Uh, which probably explains why the seats are all worn. They've just, Those seats have seen some shit. No, you're going you're gonna to feel bad now. Okay. Now you're going to feel bad. Hey, Guido, why do you have all of this stuff in here? In a limo. Well, when the Malibu fires came, this is the only thing I could throw. I could only throw the oil painting, the drum circles into the limo because the limo was like the only thing to get out of the fires as fast as possible. And this is all I own, which is... No, I don't feel bad about this at all. I do and I don't either. I feel bad that... He lost everything in the fires. I feel yes. terrible that he does, yes. But but his prized possessions that he ran out with his arms yes. full was the oil painting, <laughs> the drug rugs, <laughs> the drum circle, and the horse's head mask with the sunglasses. <laughs> shit, shit, shit. I don't have enough time. What do I grab? What do I grab? <laughs> screw the jewelry. Screw all that. Screw, <laughs> screw the computer. Screw the thing I can actually sell to make back any of the money. I'm going to lose all the insurance I don't have. Yep. Uh, Family photos. Screw them. <laughs> hey, then we have another knockoff of the most reproduced painting in the entire world. <laughs> oh, my God. It was so good. Was it on velvet? 
Cause that oh, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Oh, so yeah. then, all right, then that makes sense. I understand. It was huge. It was probably, I'm not lying. It, like, this picture, I have one. It was probably six foot wide. Wow. It was in there. So, all right, so Fireman Lego Man shows up. Uh, and I'm asking him, like, holy crap, is that your bus? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, do you mind if I take pictures? Yeah, come on in. All right, so we start walking towards the bus. And he's like, well, I just got to tell you one thing. You can, take a you can take all the pictures you want except for me and my girlfriend. My girlfriend's husband is out for murder because we stole this bus from him. <laughs> How did I play? I played it cool. Yeah, no problem. No, oh, yeah. Problem. We're not taking pictures of you. Just yeah. want to see the inside of the bus. So funny. But I holy just... shit. I just ran into this couple with a motorcycle and a sidecar. Same story. <laughs> <laughs> so, walk in the bus. Now, the bus looks like everything like Rito is not. There's, there's couches in there. Um, there's carpet. There's rugs. It's, it's definitely, you know, a woman's touch has been in there. Um, there's old, like, country sink with copper tubing that's been punched like you know punched out a lot um there's there's three rooms the first room is a living room there's a a dresser an old dresser in there that's super nice in the first room and then separated from the first room to the bedroom is a yoga room where you 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 cross into that room through like an, an archway like an old um archway from India like you know it's like a okay, yeah, just curve a type deal thing with uh, beads. beaded beads yes. down <laughs> and you walk in if there if you're going to do it you can't yeah. half ass it the right, beads right. have got to be there it's super nice yeah um, there's yoga mats there's, there's a wood burning stove in there and there's also like sex four, watch no four or five bicycles <laughs> and he's like sorry man swing the swing <laughs> Like, sorry, man. I usually have the bicycles downstairs, but I have guests downstairs. And in my head, downstairs. I'm, like, I'm like, you just said what? Downstairs as a guest. Is this a double-decker head, bus? No. It's a Greyhound bus with the luggage stuff downstairs. Okay. So I also want to make, a, make sure I have another qualifying thing. We're still in the Planet Fitness parking lot. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine coming for your workout? And seeing Guido... Getting a candle from astronaut Lego man and a, a fake horse mask hanging out of the side of a door with glasses on. And some dude taking pictures going, holy shit, what the hell's going on here? Yes, I want to see inside your bus too. There was like one person who was on the fence for going to the gym that day and they were like, I'm buying a bus. I cannot so, believe I almost slept in. Yeah. <laughs> This is this is this is my their epiphany of me seeing the vans in LA. That's their epiphany of like, I'm quitting my job. I'm doing what they're doing. <laughs> so, I'm up there. I don't know dude's name. I wish I knew his name. I was up there with that kid. When he said he has company downstairs or a guest downstairs, in my head I was like, holy shit! How do I figure out how to? Get, I don't see a stairs. I don't see anything like a trap door to get downstairs so how do i get out of this bus to see what the guest is downstairs and um he's buying like you know i'm buying time with him he's like oh this is the bedroom and the bedroom is just like a lot of people's bedroom complete mess there's stuff everywhere yeah. i'm like oh cool whatever i wasn't really interested like you know but i entertained him like hey look yeah and um 
then I was like, well, how do I get downstairs in my head? I was like, oh, so where's your gray water? How do you take care of that? And he's like, oh, let me show you. So we walk out of the bus, walk around the side, opens up one of the luggage compartments, and there it is, the gray water. There it is, a, a moped folded up, and he's all impressed that he folded this moped up into this compartment. How do you like this moped? That's awesome. I could take it. I'm like, that's cool, whatever. These are my batteries. Oh, that's really cool. I can't understand what these batteries do. Cool. Closes that one, opens up the next one, and underneath is one guy by himself. <laughs> underneath by himself. Doesn't even acknowledge as daylight just came into there, and he's eating a burrito by himself. Doesn't acknowledge us that were under there. Oh, doesn't acknowledge that two humans just opened it up and was like, oh my god, there's a human under here that is by himself eating a burrito. And didn't care. That was only him down there in a cooler. And then the dude next to me that showed me was like, you want to see the engine? And close that. <laughs> okay, so many questions. First off, was the that luggage compartment where the dude, we'll call, uh, the guest bedroom. Was the, the guest, guest bedroom? bedroom? Was the guest bedroom furnished in any way or is it just the stainless steel metal like cabinet? The only thing down there was a dude eating a burrito and the in burrito was on half of his face. And he didn't acknowledge that he couldn't... It was so dark that he could not fucking... Sorry. He could not put the burrito in his mouth. <laughs> it was hitting the side of his face on a beard. So he was down there by that eating a burrito. I don't know where he got that burrito well, from. Was in a cooler. <laughs> and it looked like a grass carpet blanket. And that's it. <laughs> well, it's good. At least there was like a little bit of like... Like, with the blanket there, like, the guest bedroom isn't so spartan. Yeah, it's furnished. Like, you know, right? <laughs> and apparently they have a burrito machine down there. <laughs> because, like, what are, what are the options, right? Or it could be I, a dumbwaiter. <laughs> he's just, like, what you call it? Like, he throws you in the, uh, the guest bedroom, and it's just a cooler full of burritos and water. Oh, that in the cooler? In the cooler, yeah, that, that's it. Can you also imagine, like, he went for a walk to go get that burrito somewhere and then decided it Put was a good... Put me back in the guest quarters. <laughs> well, we have six couches up here. No, 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 no. Downstairs is where I want to yeah. go. Uh, also, do those things really open from the inside? No. I don't think so. No. So the only way you're getting out, right, is when the guy decides that he's opening the door for you. And I'm sure the cell service is not very good in between. <laughs> Yeah, the Wi-Fi signal yeah. from the main cab, like, just, you know, sometimes it's spotty at best. <laughs> so I don't know how, when they're traveling, how that, I'm sure it's warm from sure the exhaust. Yeah, you pass right out from the lack of oxygen. <laughs> also, <laughs> I want another conversation that gets them in there. Like, hey, yeah. you going to the Rock and Gemma? Yeah, like, sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would really love to go, but I don't have a way. Well, you could always stay in the luggage compartment. Oh, stop. dude, thank you. Do you I don't want, want to put you, I do don't you want, want to see you. a really big rock? <laughs> a real shiny rock? <laughs> look in there. No, no, no. Get in there and look in the corner. Right, right deep in there. <laughs> That's a level of fuck it that I don't think I could ever, ever get to. That was my first uh, eye-open experience to what it's like to live on the road and seeing other van life people. <laughs> the guy in the bottom of a bus <laughs> eating 
burrito with the side of his face. Was it everything you had dreamed up until that point? Oh. I, Did, I, that's actually a good question. Like, when you saw, when you saw that, and those, those are kind of like your first interactions, right? Was there like this little doubt in the back of your mind of like, wow, this is going to be really hard for me to find my tribe? Or No, no. Was it, it was is, everything that I was like, holy shit, I am so thankful I'm a photographer because nobody's going to believe anything that I am seeing right now. And I, I'm so glad I documented it. Um, I even told my ex-girlfriend, I was like, this is, I saw her the next day and I was like, I got a story for you. <laughs> <laughs> like, like she's coming off the plane and she's super excited to be able to see you and you're like, say nothing. Just yeah. listen. We went back to that same parking lot because she <laughs> arrived a day earlier before the, the, the show and I was like, you need to come back to this parking lot where I'm at. You need to see this. She didn't. I, from what I remember, it wasn't. Like she was happy that I was seeing that but it didn't really impress her. But she did come up with a great idea for a book. Uh, title The Underbelly of America. And I was like, that's perfect. But I have yet seen people living underneath a Greyhound bus since then. Yeah, no, uh, which one? And like when you came back with her, uh, there were still like vehicles there. It wasn't like, uh, oh, like yeah, yeah, it wasn't yeah. like where you bought the van of like, no, I swear it was here. <laughs> yeah, oh, it was still there. There was all sorts of other stuff. There was. You know, people buying vans, people going to Mexico. There was a lot of, weirdly enough, like, um, trades. So, like, somebody would be like, oh, I have such and such. Do you want to trade for such and such? Oh, wow, okay. And that was kind of cool. Like, coffee makers or stuff like that. Like, yeah, wait a minute, you want to trade? And I was like, I think I'll be okay with this. This is a cool kind of weird thing. But it, it's a little different. I haven't been exposed to that same sort of crazy in a sense, but been exposed to a lot of other things. But yeah, um, that's crazy that that was my first real experience of what it's like living in a van and seeing other people living in a van. So I saw the whole <laughs> the gambit. So like, so I, you saw those two vehicles. I'm sure you met some other folks that weekend. Did you see others that were, um, I'll not, won't say more pedestrian, but ones that kind of match to like where you were at or what you were doing in terms of like, oh, I want a nice place to live and kind of going through stuff where it was like less, yes and less no. odd and more kind of... Yes you know, and no. Um, the Rock and Gem Mineral Show is basically the, the deadhead show of um, rocks and gems. <laughs> so Versus more of the hair metal, which is... Focused a lot more on rhinestones. Right. Yeah, yeah. Or the... the Gemite. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> so it's a lot more of rhinestone and tassels than it is gems. <laughs> they're, they're, it's a different... It's a whole whole different type of person. It's fun. I love it. I'll go back in a second to that rock and gem mineral show. No, of in course. a second. And uh, is like so they do it like every year around the same time. Every year around the same time. So what's cool is what they do is it's... People from all over the world come to this place and look for rare um, gems and minerals um, and in rocks and in specimens um, that, that you can't find wholesale other places. And there's a lot of jewelry makers, um, you know, high-end 
and um, low profile. Like it's it's crazy. Um, geodes, like those big geodes. Yeah. That you crack open, and I, I'm not exaggerating that you can see in one place probably fifty to a hundred geodes as big as my van. Wow. And and you you can buy them wholesale. You can buy them all if you wanted to. Um, you can buy anything there. It's it rock and gem mineral anything. It's it's so intense where it takes over the whole town of Tucson and hotels like there may be like I don't know nine or ten hotels in a row in a strip and the vendors that sell will come in and and um, take out all the rooms on the first level of all the hotels they'll hire a company to take out all the furniture um, of those hotel rooms and they'll bring in their vendor stuff and you can go to all these hotels and just walk through them in every single room with this like you know hundreds of rooms in each hotel you can go to all those rooms and see different rocks and different men, um, gems and different minerals and different specimens and all of those and that's just one fraction of the town now imagine you know I don't know, 10 to, to 15 hotels in one strip. Imagine that multiplied by 10. Yeah. It's everywhere. It's insane. It takes over the whole town. I've never seen anything like it. So I can see why she's excited to go there and yeah. get stuff. But my excitement was the goddamn Walmart Planet Fitness parking lot. No, and I, uh, I love the idea of the fact that everyone was drawn for the show, right, in some regard. Yeah. Like, my show... <laughs> yeah. No, well, I'm thinking about Guido. Like, what did he come for, right? Because now he's got his band. I don't like, know. That's a good question. I don't know what he went there for. <laughs> like, he, was, he, he was there. He was like, you know what? God damn it. This limo is not large enough for me to take my uh, Sprinter van sized uh, geode. And now how am I going to get it again? I'll figure out how to get into the limo later. But I didn't have time back at home. Like, do you think he had, like, that was, like, his thing? Like, he had this massive collection. Now no, he's just starting he up again. he is more <laughs> genius than you and I put together of how he is. Um, I was at, like, a couple days later, I was at some part of town walking out of one of the big, humongous tents. And uh, I was like, oh, there's a dude walking towards me with an MC Hammer pants and a Superman t-shirt and a bandana. <laughs> Holy shit, that's Guido. <laughs> Nobody else knows who Guido is. I'm with him with like three other people. I'm like, Guido! Run up, big hugs. Hey man, how you doing? He's like, oh, I'm doing good. He is transporting people in his limo that are buying stuff back and forth to LA is what he's doing. So they may buy big things. They may buy small things. He has a limo. Why not transport yourself and all those things in luxury style with drug rugs? <laughs> a painting of the Last Supper. What a burger packet! How long? How long? That's a, that's at least a six-hour drive, right? Like, <laughs> what is? I'm looking this up right now. Yeah. Uh, if uh, I said, "What are you doing?" He's like, "Oh, I'm picking up some people." What do you mean, picking some people up? Yeah, you know. I think he. I honestly, I think he met him on Craigslist. Of like, hey, oh, yeah. I have a limo. I will give you a ride back to L.A. All right. No, I was wrong. From Tucson to... If we were to drive from Tucson right now to Six L.A., hours. seven hours and 15 minutes. He was doing it. <laughs> Guido! 
Guido. <laughs> window rolls down. Yeah, window stops hot because the battery died. <laughs> like, Guido, can you please turn off the white snake? Like, just play another song. <laughs> oh, that guy. I'm pretty sure I have his number. I need to text him. <laughs> see if he can get a Just see how he's doing. It'd be awesome. He just pulls up. Like, hey! Oh, I, I, I do miss him. He, he was an amazingly nice guy. Like, everything you did around him, he had the biggest smile. When, even when he got the candle, the tears of unicorns and everything, he was so happy. No, it's, uh, and I think that's the, I, for me, the, while we're laughing, the fun part about the stories, at least this one, is there was nobody who's, uh, like, a bad person in there. They're no, just, no, everybody was just awesome. unique. <laughs> well, I don't know. The guy that's on the bottom of the goddamn Greyhound bus. Yeah, when you think your mouth is all the way on your left cheek, like, that's not darkness. That's, <laughs> like, seriously, like, if you're going to miss your mouth, yeah. right? You're, it's nose or chin. It's yeah. never ear. No, it's never ear. <laughs> how do you how do you get confused of how to get in a bus? <laughs> and like again, coming back to it of like if he's easily enough convinced to be underneath there, like like where's your line? Right? If you like that, that's a good question. Where's the line for you? Do you think you? he goes to the airport and he's like <laughs> No, 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 no. I'll, I'll take the luggage part. I'll, I'll Hang on a second. It'll just be a minute for me to crawl in. Yeah. Um, well, sir, that's going to be over 50 pounds, and you're going to have to pay extra. Oh, it's going to be cheaper. That's Do you fine. have room in the landing gear? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that goddamn idiot. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I think that does it for this uh, episode. We have more stories and tales from on the road. This will be, uh, you know, far less awkward, I think, going in the future. But Joe, thanks again for another great story. And, oh, and thank time. you. And uh, to you, faithful listener, more soon. <laughs>